0: All right, Rabosai, good morning. Let's, uh, let's begin. So, today's daf is nun dalid. Our shir this morning is sponsored by David Kahana in memory of his father in law, Zev ben Shlomo. We hope that in the merit of our Talmud Torah, the Shlomo will have an aliyah. And also in the merit of Rabbi Sun and Shine's mother, Cherna Tova Basrach Leah. We hope that in the merit of our Talmud Torah, she has a complete refuah. All right, so I'll say a lot to do today. We left off by the Gemara. On today's daf is as I mentioned before. Fifty-four, we left off by the Gemara on Nun Gimol Amud Bey. Says the Gemara, "Maya Filu." So remember again, the Gemara was talking about the idea that essentially, comes sit down. is effect. Oh, and a very special thank you to Ken Krieger. For the herring, for the herring, a new addition to the, an honor of the birth of his granddaughter. And the rest of the breakfast. And the rest of the breakfast, to Ari Lerner, for the mazonos, for the cookies, for the ragalach. Thank you very much. You should be to provide cookies and <laughs> ragalah, Ad mev esim shanim tovos. <laughs> all right, yeah. Amen. Amen. Okay. So, so, so let's begin. So remember again the Mishnah, the Mishnah we spoke about was talking about the idea that essentially Yibum is affected through Biyah, irregardless of the intent of the parties, whether or not there's a kavana ultimately for Yibum, or there's a kavana for Znus, or there's a kavana or no kavana at all. The so Maisa again, Yibum is affected. So remember again, the Lashon of the gemara was the Lashon of the Mishnah was So whether one has ye, one, whether one has relations with the Yivama even if he is a Shogig I must remember we spoke about the case of Shogig what was Shogig? The Shogig was that he did not realize that this woman was the Yivama he thought perhaps she was his wife or for that matter some other woman but did not know that she was the Yivama says the Gimara what is that Lashon of Athfilu says the Gemara, kamer, boy, who shogig v'heikamachabno mitzvah. So it goes without saying that if he's a shogig, meaning he doesn't realize that this woman is the yivama, but she, the yivama, has intention for the mitzvah. Inami or who mezid or he's mezid. I remember what was the case of mezid. Mezid is he ha- he knows who she is, but he has intentions again to have relations with her for the sake of for the sake of just having relations, not for the sake of affecting mitzvah. But she has in mind for the mitzvah. So we'll say, in those cases, it, I would say it's obvious that Yibam is affected. Why is it obvious that Yibam is affected? Because at least one of the two parties has in mind to affect Yibam. Ela, rather, what's the Chiddush of the Mishnah? Ela afilu hu shogig, vihim azida. Rather, the Chiddush of the Mishnah is that even if he's a Shogig, meaning Shogig that he thinks that perhaps she's a different woman, that again, he does not think that she is the Yivama, he thinks it's his wife or someone else. Vihim azida. And she, her intention is not for Yibam. Rather, again, her intention is for the sake of Znus. In that case, neither has intent to affect Yibum. Nevertheless, Nevertheless, Haqi Nevertheless, Yibum is affected. So the Gemara say that's the chiddush of the Mishnah. So the chiddush of the Mishnah is even if neither of them have in mind to affect the Mitzvah of Yibum, essentially the message of the Mishnah is Bia is Bia is Bia, and goes ahead and affects the Yibum irrespective of. The intent of the parties. Tani Rabbi Chaya. said, the shogigim, mezidim, anusim." And that's Rabbi Chiyah says it's more explicitly. Rabbi Chiyah, when he taught this mishnah, taught the ruling in the following: even if both of them are shogig, even if both of them are mezid, even if both of them are anusim. Rabbi say "Onis means." Against literally against their will, against their will, so we'll define that in just a moment. So, Rabbi Chiyah's point is that even if both of them lack proper intent for Yibum, nevertheless, as long as a Bia occurred, Yibum is affected, says the Gemara. What exactly is the case of Anus? Right, what, what is this case? Ultimately, I understand how Anus. Could take place for the woman. I understand ultimately again how the Bia could be against her will, but what's the case of anus in the man's perspective? Anus masis in hechidami. If you say that it's when, let's say, idolaters forced him to engage in the act of intimacy, and as he had, he had relations with her as a result of being compelled, says the Rava said, can't happen. There is no such thing as being compelled to engage in illicit relations. This one from the man's perspective. Why? Because it will say, since engaging in. An act of relations requires arousal, and arousal could only occur if a person has intent for that. Therefore, there's no such thing as being forced to perform. Now, again, remember, this is from the man's perspective. Obviously, from the woman's perspective, it absolutely could happen against her will. But from the male perspective, the Gemara is suggesting how can you have a case of one's? How can you force a man to engage in an act of immorality, where by definition, to engage in that act requires his intent, says the Gemara. This is interesting the Gemara says Rather it's talking about a case where he was sleeping Rashi says yashin. He's in a state of arousal while he's sleeping And therefore again while he's sleeping Ultimately the yavama has relations with him So the Gemara says Rav Yehuda said Aye but the Gemara says But we've said before, we've said elsewhere Rav Yehuda said that if a man is sleeping even if he is in a state of arousal and it affects bia in that state lemaisa again yibum that does not that that's not yibum so the gemara says ella beniska i would say okay so this is an interesting case rash says beniska sheniskashali ishto venuf minagag be vimto, that he was preparing. F- look, accidents happen. Accidents happen, <laughs> right? He was preparing for relations with his wife. He was aroused for his wife. Ultimately, again, he fell off the roof and and ended up having relations with the Obama, now, both say, now understand. Whenever the gemara goes in, like as I always tell you, don't get hung because you're, you're thinking, like, how, <laughs> where did that happen exactly? Remember, don't, don't get don't get caught up in that. The point the gemara is making over here is that there was arousal because arousal. Again, was for something permitted, but yet again when it came to the actual act, the act itself again occurred with the Yavama. I'm sorry? He was was drunk. He was drunk. Yeah, He was drunk. So we'll see drunkenness, drunkenness is a different, we'll talk about Rama, we'll talk about drunkenness. So the Gemara says over here, like this, so therefore again the case the Gemara is giving, is what's the case of Ones? So the Gemara is labeling this as a case of onis. remember, so there's the Kishore, there's the arousal for the purpose of his wife but ultimately again, the fact that the act of relations end up, ends up happening with the Yavama, ultimately again is considered to be an Ones. So the Gemara says, I, Vahama Ravah, excuse me Vahama rabba Ravah said, Nafal got. Iska, if a man falls off the roof and he ends up having relations with the yivama, <laughs> he is for four things. And I will say, what are those four things? That's talking about damages. If you look at Rashi, dvarem, benezek Boshas, of Excuse me. So the Gemara says, will say, nezek is damages, tsar is pain and suffering, ripuy is medical bills, sheves is lost wages. So if a man falls down and ultimately again off the roof and ends up having relations with the Yavama, he's chayiv for damaging her and Ways. However, ubi evimto lokana, but it does not affect Yibum. remember we're trying to figure out the case over here of where a man could be an Ones and yet still affect Yibam rather it must be a case where again his kavana was for the Isha therefore again his arousal was for his wife and what happens and the Yivama grabs him and has relations with him so therefore again the arousal was there because he was preparing for a permitted act the Yivama grabbed him and had relations with him so the Gemara says in that case I'm sorry Yivama so, so that could be a case where Lameis, so again there is a situation of ones, where again the kavana, he, remember he was prepared for relations, permitted relations, then before he was able to engage in that act, the Yivama had relations with him. So the Gemara says, mm-hmm. What's the case of where both of them are anusim? That was torn in the yeshiva of Ishto, where again he had kavana for his wife, and again he was seized by people and literally again he put the Yavam together with the Yavama and ultimately they had relations like that so like, that would be a case so if you see the Kham denominator over here is in all of these cases there was arousal for the purpose of a permitted act and then that act is interrupted and ultimately again the bia with the Yavama occurs so that would be the case where again there would be the kishu, there would be the arousal but Lamaisa again is still considered to be Ones so the Gemara says Hanimili from where do we know this from? From where do we know this from? The Tanar Abba because we learned Yivama Yavo Aleha Mitzvah. So we'll say, because the Pasuk says Yivama Yava Aleha, that the Yivama shall have relations with the meaning. What we're trying to ask over here is like this The Mishnah put forward a principle, which is that as long as Bia occurs, Yibum has been affected. Has been affected even if no one has intention for Yibum, m- m- even more than that, even if people have intention ultimately again for illicit relations, nevertheless, Yibum has been affected. How do we know that? Where do we know that from? Switch to which the Gemara answers, Yavama Aleh because the Pasik says the Yavama, which again this case over here, Yavama yava refers to the Yavam, to the surviving brother, shall have relations again with the widow, and that affects Yibum. So the fact that it just says relations affect Yibum indicates to us that even if those relations are not necessarily done for the right purposes, the lemaiset still affects yibum. So the Gemara says, another possibility is, yavamo yavah aleha, what does it mean, yavamo yavah aleha, bein be bein b'mezid, bein ba'onis, bein b'ratzon. So again, first of all, I'm sorry, let me read that differently. So yavamo yavah aleha, when the Gemara says mitzvah, what mitzvah means, if you look at Rashi, Rashi says, mitzvah. the first thing that the Torah is ta- teaching us is that yibom is preferable over chalitza. Yvamo yava Allah, we prefer Yimova Khalitza. Then the gemara says another thing we learn out from this pasik is what? Yivamo yava Allaha that as long as Bia occurs, being Bishogig, be intentional, unintentional, one, on against as will or against his will, her will, or again with their intentions, halo khlama works. I think Here's the problem. We just use the same phrase for two different drushos. So, you told me that means what? Number one, what does it mean? It's a mitzvah for Yiba more than chalitza And then you told, me, you told me that Bia works no matter what. Now, you can't do that. You can't do that. If you're going to use the drusha to teach me that what? That Lemaisa that it's a mitzvah to do Yibam more than Halitza then the drush is taken then you can't subsequently go ahead and use that for something else to which the Gemara says no I'll tell you the mitzvah mi the fact that Yibam is a mitzvah that Yibam is a mitzvah over Halitza that we learn out from the phrase of Im lo if the man will choose not to take her and I've also said the fact that the Pasuk says that the man will choose not to take her indicates to us what that our primary our primary um the primary desire is to have him do yibum. It's only if he doesn't want to do yibum that there's this thing called Chalitza. If that's the case, then it frees up that Rasha of Yavama yava. yavala to teach us that bia is Kona no matter what the circumstances of the Biyah. The Yemar says, the Umar says, ha chafat Yavam V'chi Asakra ben And therefore that frees up the Pasek Yevam to teach me that ultimately again bia will occur Bia can affect Yibum no matter what the circumstances. Tanya Idok. We have another price that supports this. Yivamo Yavo Aleha Kidarka. I will say when the Pasuk says Yivamo Yavo Aleha, that the Yivamo have relations with her, Kedarka. Ultimately, that means Bia Kidarka, normal Bia. Vilakcha. And what does mean when it says Shiloh Kidarka. That refers to Bia Shalok Kedarka, that you can affect Yibum both with Bia Kidarka and Bia Shalok Kidarka. Via Bain. And furthermore, again, it says Viyavam, bia ve'in gomrimba. So, what does v'yavim uh, teach us? That only V'yavim affects ibum, and Kasef and Shtar do not. And I also remember, even though we said before that what we said before that le'maisa, le'maisa, there is a the concept of ma'amar, and we saw even the Rambam said that you should do ma'amar. But Ma'amar, Kesef, or star will not go ahead and affect Yibam. Only Biyah affects yibum. So the Gemara says, V'yivama, <laughs> yibma. what does it mean when it says V'yibma? Bal karcha. That means that even if he has relations with the Yivama against her will, it still affects Yibam. Davar <laughs> Acher, another possibility is, Yivama bain Remember again, Yivama Yavala means that no matter no matter how the Biyah occurs, L'amais Yibam has been affected. <laughs> I V'ha, but one second, we just, and now we're using the same phrase for multiple drushos. You just told me before that Yavama Yavala teaches me that Bia Kedarka is Kona. Now you're telling me that Yavama Yavala means what? That if Bia occurs, no matter what the nature of the Bia, Ones, Ratzon, Shogeg, Mezid, it works. So what's going on over here? To which the Gemara says, <laughs> How do we learn out that Bia Kedarka is Kona? "Hahu do we learn out we learn out from that phrase that what's the point of Yibam to establish a name for his brother through offspring that ultimately again from the place from where from the place from where the name for his brother will be established, i.e. speaking about the birth of a child from that place from where the child is born that is the place ultimately again where Yibam could be affected as well, i.e. And therefore again, the phrase of Lahakim, the phrase of Yevamo, Yavo Aleha, that could teach us that Bia, no matter what kind of Bia, no matter what the circumstances of the Bia, has the ability to go ahead and and affect Yibum, Says the Gimar Guva. The Gimar Guva also goes back to something we said before. Amar Yashin lo kana b'yivimto. If the Yavam is sleeping, if the Yavam is sleeping, he cannot affect Yibum with the Yavama in that state. Meaning, again, let's say he's in a state of arousal in his sleep and the Yavama has relations with him that does not go ahead and affect Yibum. Do Amakra, Because the Pasuk says Yavama Yavo Aleha ad-dimechavin lo l'shem biya. Because the say, here's what's interesting, is that even if you want to say that l'maysa, l'maysa, you don't need to have intention for yibum, you definitely need to have intention for what? You need to have intention for the biya. Therefore l'maysa, if he doesn't have intention for the biya, like in a case, ultimately, of where he's sleeping, which will also come to the drunk case as well, if he doesn't have intention for the biya, then l'maysa, again, he cannot affect yibum. Vatanya, I, but we learned, b'n'er, yashing but we learned that you could, he could affect Bia, whether he's asleep or, or, or awake or asleep, no, rather change that from the masculine to the feminine, to say that Bia could be affected how? Whether she is awake or she is asleep, because also remember after we've, already, after we've already established that technically speaking, Yibum could go ahead and occur even against her will, whether that Bia occurs when she's awake or when she's asleep, either way, Yibum is affected, I vahatanya ben erhu, ben yashinhu, but one second, we learned that whether he is awake or, excuse me, whether he is awake or he is asleep, Yibam could be affected. It's clearly talking about the man, to which the Gemara says, no, you have to change it. arehi, So both we'll say, again, what we're talking about over here, is you have to once again change it to the feminine. So which the you know. So what's the case where it seemed to indicate that he could affect Yibam even when he's sleeping? So What does Misnamne mean? Misnamne means, you know, often it's translated as daydreaming. It probably a better is talking about dozing, right? Where a person is kind of asleep but not really asleep. So if he were to have relations with the Yivama at that time, apparently again that would affect that would affect Yibam. To which the says What exactly is the state of Misnamne? He's kind of, he's kind of asleep but not asleep, awake but not awake. Most people spend most of the day in this state, actually, right? So <laughs> If you ask him a question, he could answer it, right? So, I mean, if you ask somebody something, they'll snap out of their, you know, they'll snap out of their days and they'll answer it. However, svara. If you ask them yes-no questions, if you ask them yes-no questions, they'll answer, but they can't. I will say this is kind of... Everything said in this year stays in this year. This is kind of like those late, late night conversations where your wife starts asking you all these different questions, like deep questions. If it's yes, no, I can absolutely answer it. If it requires any level of deeper thought, uh, I, I, I'm out. Right? So, th- so, that's, so, th- so he knows how to answer yes or no. But again, he doesn't know how to answer with logic but if you remind him of something then he'll remember it. so apparently what the Gemara saying is like this when the price is said that a man could affect Yibum even if he's sleeping so again it doesn't really mean sleeping what it means is kind of like that daydreaming type of dozing where he's in and out but he's aware he's aware if you ask him a question a yes no a yes no question he'll answer it so in that state in that state there is enough of an awareness to assume that he knows what's happening with the Biya and therefore if he were to effect bia in that state, then l'maysa, again, the bia would be affected. But if should he be mamish asleep, l'maysa, again, such a bia would not work. Gufa, So remember, going back to what we said before, the man is on the roof. The man is on the roof in a state of arousal, and what happens? He falls off, and he falls into the yavama. He is chayif of four things. However, again, he has not acquired the yavama. What are the four things? Nazek, tsar, sheves, ripui. Damages, pain, and suffering, lost wages, and medical bills. Interestingly enough, aval boshas, lo this is actually very interesting. You are not chayiv for humiliation. Generally, when you in, when you damage someone, there is a category. I don't know if there is a legal equivalent of this. Maybe this is included under pain and suffering, right? It's under pain under pain and suffering. So, interestingly enough, in halacha, in halacha, pain and suffering is reckoned separately from humiliation. Humiliation, boshes also says this is very interesting because obviously that is a very subjective category. Depending on your social standing or, or right, depending we'll call it, on what we call your societal standing, your boshes is relative. So, interestingly enough, the gemara says that there's the four categories of damages, but yet you're not chay for boshes. Do'amar Ain boshes because it was a that you are only chayiv for boshes if what if you intentionally damage if you now remember you're chayiv for all of the other damages even if you unintentionally damage but for boshes you're only chayiv for that if you intentionally damage Amur Ava. Rava said, So we'll say, again, this is another interesting case. The case over here is where literally his kavana is to, literally means to press against the wall. So it seems to be he's trying to gratify himself in some fashion by pressing against the wall. He's in a state of arousal as a result. But he ends up having relations with the yavama. Okay, be I will say again, remember, don't, don't, let's, you don't have to start worrying about how this actually happens because the point over here, remember, is the point that Gemara is making is like this about what the kavana is. So remember, in this case over here, he didn't have a kavana for Bia, he had a kavana up to press against the wall, and he ended up having Bia with the Ivama. Oh, Well, no, no, this is a different case. This is, different. this is not a case of damages anymore. This is now, we're, we've done with damages. Damages was a case where he fell onto her from the rooftop. This is now just stomach case of Bia. The Shailah is, does this affect Yibum or not? So the Gemara is saying over here, if his intention was to press against the wall and he ended up again pressing into her, so lo that does not work. However, me behima, if he had intention for bestiality, right? He <laughs> had I know this is this is, is a lot happening in one day. I should have I should have put out the email, you know, with the age limits on the uh, Michael. I'm sorry. I'm I'm trying to be, I'm trying to be as nondescript as possible. I, I promise. I promise. So, so Mister Martyr, if you can give them more candy, just to. Uh, <laughs> a little bit of a distraction over here. So says the Gemara over here, like this. So what happens if he had kavana? If he had kavana for bestiality, and ultimately, again, then he had relations with the yavama. Then i both say, what kana? Then that works. Why? So also, it's coming out of here something very interesting, which is that Lameis, in the case of the wall, so there's no kavana for bia. If there's no kavana for bia, the fact that it results in bia with the yivama, so that is not going to affect Ebom. In the case of the bestiality, lemaise again, it's Aser, it's a, it's a, obviously it's a chi of Misa, but, ali, but it's still, at least halachically, it's called that one is having kavana for an act of bia. So because one is having kavana for an act of bia, I had int- nah, Ruben had intention. For the cow, but it ended up being it ended up being the yevama. So the mice again, that's still called kavana for bia, and therefore again the mice it would still work. Echot so both we'll say, now the explains that, remember, in, the Mishnah said Ma'ara. Now Ma'ara, we're going to discuss this, Baruch Hashem, not today. But, we, <laughs> but we, we, are, we, we are going to get into this in terms of what the actual technical definition of this is. But here's what we know it means for now. What it means for our purposes for today is that lemais, it's not a phobia. It's not a full bia, only only what we'll call a partial bia, only only a little bit of contact between the man and the woman, a partial a partial insertion. So again, we, we haven't defined the scope of that yet. So that we'll discuss in in the coming days. So the Gimara, the point the Gemara is making over here is that you don't need a complete bia to affect Yibum. Says the Gemara, Amr Ula Minay La How do we know that this even partial insertion goes ahead and works? and works. Now when we say works, by the way, Works is relative. Works means that it works to affect that it works to affect yibum. But what it also means is that if you only had this ha'ara with a woman who is asura to you, that would still be an act of illicit relations. So remember, what quote unquote works well for yibum ultimately again has the detrimental effect in the realm of illicit relations. So how do we know that ha'ara? How do we know mm-hmm. that this concept, this partial insertion, ultimately is significant enough in the world of of, of relations? How do we know that it affects relations? Shneamar <laughs> vi'ish. Because the Pasuk says, the Pasuk says literally that if a man will go out and lay with a woman, Dava, Dava literally means afflicted. Vigilas ervasa, he will reveal her erva, es mikora ha'ara. and her source, Behera, we'll say, literally means bared. Bared. So obviously, again, the Torah is talking in terms of relations here. The idea that the, idea, the, the, idea the Gemara is picking up on is the Torah definitely uses the lashon of he'ara, Ha'ara, which again, although in this context actually means Bared, but also, again, means some level of contact. Mikan leha'ara min torah From here you see that Ha'ara that this even this partial insertion goes ahead and affects Bia on a biblical level. So the Gemara says, Ashkech Anida. Now we'll say, this Pasuk here is talking about a woman who's Anida. So the Torah is telling me, according to the Gemara, the gemara is telling me is that <laughs> even a partial insertion with a woman who is Anida, ultimately, again, now obviously, relations with Anidas and Isra will go ahead and, will go ahead and create a Karis-bearing prohibition. Okay, that's fine by Nida. I understand that by Nida. How do I know how do I know that this applies to other acts of Arayos as well, meaning other forbidden women? Maybe you'll say, well, let's just learn everything from Nida. If it's true by Nida, it should be true by everyone. To, to which the Gemara says it can't necessarily be true. Nida she came in Nida's different. Because you know what happens with Nida? When a man has relations with a Nida, not only is there an isr for the act of Bia, but what? But what? The man himself Becomes Tame. Her status devolves upon him, which of course is a very unique idea. So maybe Mida can serve as the paradigmatic example for the fact that Ha'ara, that even again this partial Biah could go ahead and actually count as full Bia. Ella Asimeh Ashes Ach. Rather, we learn it out from Ashes Ach. I both say from the sister of from the wife of one's brother, Diksiv, the pas says, if a man will take his brother's wife, she is a nidah to him. Now what does that mean? Now what does that mean if it calls my brother's wife a nidah? She's always a nidah. Semar says, nidah. Rather, what the Torah is saying is, my brother's wife has the status of a nidah to me. Man nidah just like again the nidah, one violates, one violates the prohibition of relations with the nidah, just with haara Eishas Ach bahara. So to again Eishas Ach also Is us even when Even with just this partial Biyo So we'll say So now we have So now what we have is We have Nida We have Eishas Ach But the Gemara says One second Mali Eishas Ach Shekin Biyo the Rabbos Now Eishas Ach Rabbos say is an interesting prohibition. Why? Because my brother has the ability to add on as many women in this iser to me as possible. Why? He can marry a thousand women and if he marries a thousand women, then what? Each of those women are considered to be my ishach. So what the pointing out over here, we're looking, we're looking for a paradigm. In order to be a paradigm, you can't have any Peculiar, peculiar, unique aspects. Eshes Ach is interesting. Why? Because my brother controls the nature of that Isir towards me. That should he want to marry a thousand women, let me see each of those women become a surah to me. Rather, where do we learn it out from? We learn it out from the prohibition of my father's sister and my mother's and my mother's sister. That both of those people are a surah to me. because the pasuk says, the Pasik says, <laughs> Because the Pasik says, literally the erva, the nakedness of your, of your achos imcha, of your mother's sister, and of your father's sister, you shall not reveal, you shall not reveal, ki es Why? Because the Pasek says, because literally your relative Herah, that same lashon of that same of bearing. So, so we'll said, so maybe so once we see now again. So what's what's going to be the limud? The limud is it says over here heira, and it says bainida heira, just like bainida again hara, Only the partial bia, even the partial bia, goes out and creates the yisur. So to over here. It'll also create the Isra. And I will say, once I show that that is true by my father's sister, by my mother's sister, then it'll be true by what? All other Arayos as well. To which the Gemara says, no, you could raise a Pircha. What's the Pircha? Malachos av, va'achos aim, Shekain Isra habame But I will say, in the case of Achos av, in the case of Achos aim, these, the father's brother, father's mother, fa, father's sister, and mother's sister, these are also what we call, these are Isra habame elav. Now, Isra habame elav means what? These are Isurim that occur on their own. Meaning that there's nothing that has to happen to create these Isurim. These are Isurim that are like de facto Isurim. However, again, therefore I'm going to say maybe that only applies to Isurim that are de facto Isurim, but other Isurim that are not de facto Isurim that become Isurim because of decisions that people make, ultimately, again, perhaps, would not be subject to the Harah the, the hara issue. Eller, the Gemara says, I'm sorry. Therefore, say it could be that we can't learn out this idea that Ha'ara, that partial bia is Asr from any one of these sources, but rather, mitarti. Rather, we should learn it out from two of the sources. So the Gemara says, okay, which two should we... As Remember, we have three now, right? We have number one, Nida, number two, brother's wife, and number three, number three, father's sister, mother's sister. So which, which should we learn it out from? Mars hi TC. TC, me Maybe I'll learn it out from the case, from the case of my brother's wife. And my father's sister, remember, father, sister, mother, sister, go together. Malah I could say in those cases, Shekin isurim mishum she'er. Those people are usher because they are related to me, and therefore maybe the maybe the issue of hara parshal be is only a problem where where the erva is related to me. Ella tisi minida, but try to learn out from nida. Va'achol sav, va'achol same, learn out from nida. And the case of father, sister, mother, sister, which Rashi says no, malah hanach shikini isra ba me'ilov. Those are isurim. That's what that kind of that are created on. On their ownda ach maybe I'll learn it out from the case of Nida and as Ach, my cause there you can't really ask anything on those two cases so what we'll says so it would appear over here that it's a two it's a two pronged limod I learned it out from Nida and I learned it out from Ach. That what that lamaisa even hara even this partial bia will ultimately again create an isra. And once it's true in those two cases, then by definition it will be true in all other cases of erva as well. So the gemara says mas of achabre dravika so vachabre dravika is the kasha malinida ve'eshasach elam hetbechay osran. Now there is a Pircha. because in the case of Eishas Ach, and the case of nida and the case of nida that there is no heter b'chayi osran, which literally means, we're going we're to have to define exactly what this means, that as long as they are alive, the iser is in existence. To, we'll define what that means in just a moment. Tomar Baishus ish, ken yesh heter b'chayi it's not true, so if a married woman, let's say, does have a heter, even in the lifetime of the man who prohibited her, how? Meaning, who prohibited her? It's her husband. How could she be released from that iser? How could she be released from that iser? Get! Right, divorce. Shalamaiso Amrali Ravachamidifte, one second, Ravina. Atu nida v'ashis Akh Bekai ostron, hu de elam heter v'al achamikan ye shalam heter. Are you trying to tell me that a nida and a asis ach only have a heter? While the while while let me say it differently, the only ashes. Let me say that again. Are you trying to tell me that Nida and Ashes Ach? While the entity that asserted them is alive or is in existence, they don't have heter. I will say what the Gemara is asking is like this: I understand, but Nida, Nida, what do you mean that she's always in a state of iser? The Gemara says Nida, I'm base. Nida, be yom <inaudible> <inaudible> so the Gemara says, <inaudible> The Gemara says, what are you talking about? Anida, ultimately, again, is only anida for a certain amount of days. Is only going to be us or when. when? <inaudible> now what does that mean? Remember, we know that if my brother is married to a woman, even if he divorces her, she is still asura to me. The only time she becomes permitted is when? Is when mm-hmm. if when if he dies with no children, meaning even if he dies, even if he dies, the woman is last surah. It's only if he dies without children. Ella parachachi. Rather, this here you have to ask. Mat lenida ve'eshes ach osran matiran. So "Here's the issue: when it comes to nidan eshes ach, when it comes to nidan eshes ach, osran matira. That which asters them." Cannot permit them. What does that mean? That when a woman is a nida, that there is no way out of that state until the nidos is over. Meaning, again, obviously the nidos will be over, but while she is a nida, there is no being released from that state. So, too, again, while a woman is considered to be the wife of my brother, there is no release from that state as well. The only, and again, that's true, even if the brother dies, and even if the brother, and even if the brother divorces her, as assuming there are children, lemaisa, again, there is no release from that state. So the point the Gemara is making of Yerabosai is: remember, in order to serve as a paradigm, you have to share similarities with all of the other cases of forbidden relationships. What the Gemara is trying to show is that perhaps asia's Ach and Nida cannot serve as a paradigm because, again, they're unique in that when people are locked into that status, then what? Then what? they're really locked into that status. There's no way out from that particular status. Granted, the status may come to an end at a certain point in time, but if when a woman is a nida, there is no way out of that status. woman is an ach. there is no way out of that status. So perhaps they can't as a paradigm for the other cases. On the other hand, as much as when a woman is married, she's in a state of iser, but that state of iser could change in any given moment. How? How? He divorces her. Right, A husband always has the ability to divorce her and he can divorce her in any moment, which means that her status as an Asura can be turned off. So perhaps, again, I can't use Nida and (coughs) I can't use Nida and (coughs) I'm sorry. I can't use Nida and Ashish as the paradigm. That Hara, that partial Bia should be Asr, because maybe Nida and Ashish have a certain stringency, namely that when they are locked into their status, they're locked in. As opposed to other cases of Isr, where the status is able to be changed instantly. The Pazik says, The Pazik says like this Whoever will go ahead, and perform any of these abominations. So we'll say over here, the Pasik is referring to, is referring to all of the arayos, all the forbidden relationships. And the Torah is saying that whoever goes out and engages in any of these forbidden relationships, they'll experience karis. So what do you see from this pasik All of the forbidden relationships are compared to nida. So we'll say, meaning once you're comparing them all together, we're saying they're all being compared to nida because this pasik is stated in the context of nida. So they're comparing everything to Nida. Ma Nida So too, just like Nida, the Isser comes even with a partial Bia. so too, again, all other Yisurim also are going to be asr, even with Hara. So if that's the case, why did the Torah have to make mention of Nida? In the context of my brother's wife, to which the Gemara says, In accordance to Rafuna, Dam Rafuna, because Rafuna said Remez, where do we see a remez to Yibum in the Torah? So the Gemara says, Minayin, Yavamo Yavala. What are you talking about? Where do we find a remez to Yibum? Right? The yibum is explicitly written in the Torah. It says the Yavam will have relations with her. So the answer to the Gemara says, where do we see a remez that a sister-in-law will always be asura to her brother-in-law while her, brother, while her husband is still alive. Meaning that even if her husband divorces her, she'll still be asura to her brother-in-law. To which the Gemara says, That's, that seems illogic. logic. Because the fact that the Torah has to tell me that when the brother dies, that's when she is permitted to her brother-in-law <laughs> indicates to us what? That if her husband is alive, even if not married to her, meaning they divorced, then what? She's going to be usher to her brother-in-law. The Doma mitzvah Well, maybe it's saying like this, maybe once her husband dies, then there is a mitzvah for her to marry her brother-in-law. But let's say if her husband is alive, he divorces her, then it's not a mitzvah for the brother-in-law to marry her, but what? <laughs> but what? <laughs> it's permitted, It's an option to which the Gemara says, "Inami la'achem." He says, baila in bechai bailalo," or maybe the other possibility is. That only when he dies—that is true—but again, when he's alive, he, when he's alive, the brother-in-law can't marry her. And I will be the point of that. And then, in addition to being a, a lav, it would also be what we call a lav habamichlalaase. It would be a prohibition that comes as a—excuse re- me. It would be a prohibition that comes as a result of a positive commandment. Therefore, Umar Krad the Pasik says, "The ish asher yikach es ni dahi. Therefore, the puzzle comes along and says, "If a man will go ahead and take the wife of his brother, she is a nida. Why does it call her a nida? Just like a nida, Anida will Anida is a nida what? A nida is asura now, but later on, after she goes to the mikvah, she'll become permitted. But bishas isura But again, while she's a nida again to have relations with her, carries with it a penalty of kares. Af ishes ach." So to what? So to, again, the wife of a brother. Even though she'll become permitted later on. will say, when will she become permitted later on? Yeah. Right? If he dies without children. Meaning, even though there is a way in which she become permitted to you, bekares, nevertheless, again, while your brother is still alive, if you have relations with her, it is an Iser Kares. So I will say, again, that's the comparison between Eshes Ach and Nida. Just like Nida, she'll become permitted at some point in time, but if you have relations with her while she's in need, that's an Iser Kares. So to my sister-in-law, she may become permitted to me at some point in time. If my brother dies without children, but if I have relations with her now, then what? Then it's an Iser Kares. Elo the Bega, So we'll say, remember, now we're working our way back. And now what we're saying is like this. And now... Tell me, why is it, why does the Torah have to state ha'ara, by the remember, when we say ha'ara, it means, because use the Lashon of ha'ara, ha'ara, he, he'ayin reshe, ha'ara, which we're learning, which we know to understand, to mean partial bia. so why does it have to state that by the case of my father's sister, my mother's sister, so the Gemara says, because remember, let's we'll say, at the end of the day, we're not using this Pasuk to create the paradigm anymore, so why does it have to say it here, to which the Gemara says, because this is necessary for the conversation between Ravina and Ravav. What happened? So, Hama'ara ma'ara mahu. So let's say a man does ha ma'ara a partial act of mishkav zachar, a partial act with another man. What is that lacha? So the gemara says ma'ara bezachar mo. The truth is, the Torah says that the, uh, the prohibition of homosexuality, it says that mishka ve'isha that I' not permitted to go and have relations with a man, mishka in the way that one would have relations with a woman, and therefore again about say. Therefore what? If we've already proven that harah, that this partial be a works for a woman, then what? Then it would also be Asura, it would also be us by a man. Rather, the shayl is, let's say one has this partial beer with an animal. What is the halacha? achos, <laughs> 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 I'm sorry? You say it can be by a man. Yeah, co- refer- correct. <laughs> and obviously it's shalokidarka. correct. Correct. There's no other way. So it has, to, it has to be, it has to be referring to that. So the Gemara and by the way, the Gemara assumes that when we say that ha'ara works by a woman, that's kedarka and shalokidarka. It's both. <laughs> So, the Gemara says, So, if I don't need the Ha'ara to teach me the Halacha, that Ha'ara applies by a father's sister and a mother's sister because it's learned out from the Hekesh of Rabiona, Yonah, then go ahead and give it, allow it to be used for by Behema, to teach me that even by Behema, one is Chai for bestiality. As soon as what is even that partial be all? To which the Gemara says, Behema is one of those things that is punishable by death of a Behema. My time of My time Now here's the Shaila. If you're going to tell me now that Taharo, if Taharo over here teaches me that I'm even Chai by Behema, be- bestiality is punishable by misas bezdin. Why does the Torah choose to state it over here by achos aim and achos av, which is a pre- which is a penalty punishable by Karis, Meaning, why is it in here? Lichtov Gabi misas bezdin. Why don't you write it instead in the section by misos misas bezdin, vnelef misas bezim and misas bezdin and I would learn out one Misas Beis from another Misas basin that in any case a Misas Beis is also problematic to which the Gemara answers I need to since the entire Pasuk is used for Drasha purposes so since the entire Pasuk is used for Drasha purposes therefore we insert this phrase over here for Drasha purposes over here that we're going to le- learn that we're going to use to teach us about bestiality even though again bestiality is a of Misas basin and not a kares. so my Drasha what's the shall we use this Pasik for? Thisanya The Pasik says, The erva of your father's sister you shall not reveal, you shall not uncover. This is true, this is true, about, this is true, whether, again, it's from your father or from your mother. So the Gemara says, the Gemara says the look at Rashi for just a moment. Actually wrong Rashim, sorry. So whether again this is your father's sister from his mother's father's sister from his father, Lamaysa again you will be chayv. You said it's true if it's your father's sister from either from his father or from his mother. Maybe not true. Maybe it's only a prohibition if it's his sister from his father, but not from his mother. To which the Gemara says, "It says that you are chayiv over here and chayiv by your sister so just like by the sister av so a person is obligated, a person is liable if you have relations with his sister, whether that is your sister from your your father or your sister, from your mother, so too, over here, when it comes to the prohibition of a father's sister, it is true, or the other possibility is what? It says over here that I'm chayif here and chayif with an aunt. Who is the aunt? The aunt is my father's brother's sister. My father's brother's wife, excuse me father's brother's wife, and that is true only when, that is only true that is only true with my father, with my father who what? With my father with my, oh, excuse me, with my <coughs> uncle who is the brother of my father father from their father, but not if they're just maternal brothers, so the Gemara says, so too maybe over here, in the case of father's sister, that only applies to a sister from his father, not from his mother, so the Gemara says, so we want to compare things that are similar, so therefore we will say, so we'll go ahead and we'll compare two isurim that occur on their own, that are kind of de facto daso, and you can't go ahead and compare it to the case of the brother's wife isar said, that is not a de facto iser. That's only a result of what? That's only a result ultimately again of the uncle making a decision to marry this woman. Said, Let's say the prohibition of a father's sister that is a de facto prohibition. Once he's my father, then by definition, I'm a surah to us That that already exists, as opposed to the case of the aunt, which is not the factor. That only occurred because the brother chose to marry her. So, or the other possibility is this, we'll go ahead and we'll compare situations of father's relatives to father's relatives, and don't go ahead and compare it to the case of a sister, where the sister is a relation to one's self. Talmud Lomar, therefore the postic says, the Passage says that the erva of your father's sister you shall not uncover. And this is true whether or not it is the sister of your father, your father's maternal sister, or your father's paternal sister. The isra is still the same. Similarly, when the Torah says that the erva of your mother's sister you shall not uncover. This is true whether or not what, whether this is your mother's maternal sister or your mother's paternal sister. Of It seems to the Torah is teaching me the same idea twice. Namely, that a person is for having relations with his parents' sister, whether that is my parents' sister, a paternal sister, or a maternal sister. Why do I need both? To which the Gemara says, I would have thought like this Generally So familial, familial realities or Familial frameworks Are created from the father Right From from, from, a, from a patrilineal perspective So I might have thought Again it's only the father's family That matters However again Aim, aim alo. maybe from the mother's side, again, the relationships are not as important, many halachically, for ever purposes. Or if it, would just, if it would have just written, therefore, again, also, therefore, the Torah is to teach me that it applies to the mother also, teaching that even by the mother's family, I'm still chayiv. If it would have just said, by the mother's family, I would have said like this, what? Shekin vadois as well so we spoke about this before, you know, out of both of your parents, the only one you know with absolute certainty is your real parent, is your mother. Right? How do I know that my father is my father? How do I, how do I, how do I really know that? So I, I know that because he's the man that lives with my mother and the statistical probability is that even if the mother had relations with another man, the reality is the statistical probability is still that my father is my father like a good Father's Day card, right, you know, like <laughs> happy Father's Day, probably, right, right, statistically speaking, thank you for being my father. So, so the idea is, I might have thought, I might have thought that Lema'isa, what, the, I thought it just said that the prohibition is on the mother's sister, I might have thought again, because I know my mother is my mother. That's a vadai aval ochos av, but again, from my father's side, emelo, I might have thought that again, Lema'isa, maybe I'm not prohibited to his sister, because Lema'isa, again, really, I only know my father is my father. Through Chazakah or through Rove, but I, can I say with absolute certainty? Again, now of course we have, we have tests that could determine that, but can I say with absolute certainty that he's my father? Maybe not. Therefore, Tweecha. Therefore, I need both cases. Therefore, I need the prohibition of Achos Aim and Achos Av. Vido daso de pshitilatano, de mina mina Aim, minale. And in the case ultimately again of the aunt, meaning my father's brother's wife, that the Tana understands that it only refers to the father's brother and not to the mother's brother's wife. We where do I know that from? We make a Xerashav of Dodo, Dodo. It says over here, the erva of his aunt he has uncovered. Either his uncle or the son of his uncle will be redeemed. That's talking about if a family member was sold off into captivity into servitude I shouldn't say captivity servitude just like over here Ododo, means by the father's side how do we know over there that in the case of when somebody's sold into servitude that if it's a member of the father's son, there's an obligation to redeem them Krakos, the Apostle says from the family he shall be redeemed it is the father it is the family of the father that is called Mishpach same, in a I will say, now, now what does this mean? D- don't try to use this for getting out of like things with your in-laws, right? right? But rather what this means over here is like this What this means is from a halachic perspective we know that it is the father's family that establishes identity establishes Judaic identity Therefore whenever the Torah just uses the word mishpacha in an unqualified sense that always refers to what? That always refers to father's family So therefore again l'maysa what, what comes out is the following l'maysa, what comes out over here is that we see, is that we see that halacha lemaisa? so again the, the what, what, so, okay, so let's bring this all together. So first of all, let me read to you, so actually we're going to stop over here in this piece, even though this is the middle of the sugya, so what's come out over here is like this, we've established that harah, that the partial biya is going to be us in all cases of arayos, in all cases of forbidden relationships, so ultimately again, the harah, the partial biy'ah, will create an usur. Not only that, but we've established that that is true also with mishkav Zahar. And we've also established that that is true with bestiality. What we've also established is that all of the additional psukim that we were going to originally use to teach us about hara were necessary for all kinds of other purposes. We we've repurposed them for all different kinds of gerashos. There was one also very important thing that we started off with today, which I just want to show you the Rambam. So how do we pass in, in terms of the first part, in terms of what affects ibum, what doesn't affect ibum? to which the Gemara answers, to which the Rambam answers, this is in Perak Be'ez, of hilchos Yibam mechalitza Haba'a Yevimto, so, Bein B'mezid, Bein Ba'ones, Bein Baratzon, Bein Shehu Mezid, Bein Shehu Shogeg O'anusa, O'Sha'i Sehimezida, V'hu Shogeg O'anus, O'Sha'i Sehina, Bein Sheh'i Seira, O'bushkam Badarka, Shaloki Darka, Echad the Echra HaGomer Kana. He will say, is affected in any way that be occurs. In any way that be occurs, irrespective of the intentions of the parties, Yibum is affected, whether it's phobia or whether it's just Haral Yibum is affected. With one important caveat, the Mezhar Murim sheniskaven level. As long as there was an intent for Bia, o o yashin lokana. But if there was no intention for Bia? He fell off the roof. He fell off the roof and uh, Bia happened. Or he was shikar and didn't realize what he was doing. Or he was sleeping and Bia occurred. In all of those cases, Yibam does not occur. Similarly, again, neskavi the If he was, if he again became aroused because of the wall but then had relations with her, that's not called, that's not called Yibum. However, again, But again, if he had relations, if he had intentions for bestiality, and that ended up having relations with the yivama, then that again will affect bia. So Allah what the Rambam paskins is, bia can be affected. Yibam could be affected in any case as long as there was kavana for bia, even if it wasn't for the right bia. But nevertheless, as long as there was kavana for bia, it could affect yibam. But if there was a lack of kavana, which would come up again most acutely in the cases of shikhras drunkenness or in the case where he's asleep the Lomaisa even was not affected under those circumstances alright Delosa we'll stop over here tomorrow yeah tomorrow Chakras is at the regular time 6.45 Dafyomi follows Chakras tomorrow at approximately 7.20